What does the future hold? Examining biblical doctrines, history, and current events, it's Prophecy Time. Author and Pastor Alan Davis will help you have a better understanding of biblical prophecy. Using the whole counsel of the Word of God, Pastor Davis unapologetically promotes and defends the literal, personal return of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. And now with today's Prophecy Time message, here's Alan Davis. Yes, Alan Davis is my name, and I am thrilled to death that you are with us today. We are live today, Tuesday, October the 3rd, 2023, in New York City, in the borough of the Bronx. I am a minister and preacher of the simple gospel message of Jesus Christ, which is the death, the burial, and his resurrection, as this gospel can save a person from bitterness and misery. Notice what the Apostle Paul wrote of in Romans chapter 4, starting with verse 14, whose mouth is full of cursing and bitterness. Do you know any bitter people? Are you a bitter person today? Their feet are swift to shed blood. Destruction and misery are in their ways. Do you know any miserable individuals today? And even one better than that is this. Are you a miserable individual today? The way of peace, Romans chapter 4, verse 17, have they not known? There is no fear of God before their eyes. But even though many individuals are bitter and miserable, Notice the words of Jesus Christ in John chapter 15, verse 11. These things have I spoken unto you, Jesus said to the disciples, that my joy might remain in you and that your joy might be full. Do you have the joy of your salvation today? And notice what the Lord Jesus said to the disciples in the upper chamber in John chapter 16, verse 24. Hitherto have ye asked nothing in my name. Ask, and ye shall receive, that your joy may be full. And notice the words of Jesus as he was fellowshipping with the Father in John chapter 17, verse 13. And now come I to thee, and these things I speak in the world, that they might have my joy, my joy, my joy fulfilled in themselves. Today, if you would like for someone to pray for you, 
and with you. Give us a call at 646-314-3625. And in appreciation of a gift of $20 or more, my wife and I would like to send you the Bible Promise Book with 1,000 promises from God's Word. If you would like to give us a donation, go to one of our websites, bronxbbc.org, or it's prophecytime.org. And if you miss one of our broadcasts here on 570 AM WMCA, check Check us out on the podcast, the Apple podcast, or the Google podcast. It's prophecy time. And check us out sometime for more messages. The It's Prophecy Time message today is entitled, Who is Worthy to Escape All These Things That Shall Come to Pass? Part 2. As Jesus Christ was giving a parable, notice what he said, or the Bible says in Luke chapter 21, starting with verse 29. Here we see prior in this chapter, the placing of the abomination of desolation, the midpoint of the tribulation period, the fleeing of Jews from the Jerusalem area into the mountains, and the Antichrist claiming to be God and the false prophet there also. And notice what he said, starting in verse 29. Behold, the fig tree and all the trees, when they now shoot forth, ye see and know of your own selves that summer is nigh at hand. So likewise ye, when ye see these things come to pass, know that the kingdom of God is nigh at hand. Verily I say unto you, this generation shall not pass away till all be fulfilled. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. And take heed to yourselves, lest at any time your hearts be overcharged with surfeiting and drunkenness and cares of this life. And so that day come upon you unawares. For as a snare shall it come upon all them that dwell on the face of the whole earth. Watch ye therefore, and pray always that ye may be counted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass and stand before the Son of Man. So, a person needs to be worthy to escape all these future events. And today, here in our text, Luke chapter 21, verses 29 through 36, we're going to be looking at six aspects of escaping all these coming judgments of God. Number one, having to do with sin. Notice what Jesus said in verse 34 of Luke chapter 21, and take heed to yourselves lest at any time your hearts be overcharged with surfeiting and drunkenness and cares of this life, 
And so that day come upon you unawares. God here gives a warning not to be burdened down with the cares of this life. Overcharged means burdened. Surfeiting means excessive eating or drinking. Jesus spoke about a gluttonous man in Luke chapter 7, verse 34. And some parents in the days of Moses might have said in Deuteronomy 21, verse 20, this our son is stubborn and rebellious. He will not obey our voice. He is a glutton and a drunkard. And notice the words of the wise man in Proverbs chapter 23, verse 21. For the drunkard and the glutton shall come to poverty, and drowsiness shall clothe a man with rags. And notice the words of the Apostle Paul in Romans chapter 13, verse 13. Let us walk honestly as in the day, not in rioting or a carousal or a letting loose. Do you think many individuals today are letting loose and drunkenness, not in chambering and wantonness, not in strife and envying? And notice what Paul wrote in Galatians chapter 5, starting in verse 19, talking about the works of the flesh. Now, the works of the flesh are manifest, clearly seen, the works of the flesh, clearly seen, which are these, adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envies, murders, drunkenness, revelings, and such like, of the which I tell you before, as I have told you in time past, that they which do such things, individuals who habitually do these things, shall not inherit the kingdom of God. And so here we see sin. Number two, the second aspect of escaping all these coming judgments of God at the midpoint of the tribulation period all the way to the end is this snare found in verse 35. For as a snare shall it come upon all them that dwell on the face of the earth. A snare. The tribulation period, the great tribulation period, will ensnare people. They're not looking for it. They're not expecting it. Notice the wise man's words in Proverbs chapter 18, verse 7. A fool's mouth is his destruction, and his lips are the snare of his soul. In Proverbs chapter 20, verse 25, it is a snare to the man who devoureth that which is holy, and after vows to make inquiry. Also, in the book of Proverbs, chapter 22, starting in verse 24, make no friendship with an angry man. And a furious man, with a furious man thou shalt not go, lest thou learn his ways and get a snare to thy soul. So here's talking about this angry man. Do you know any angry individuals, any furious people today? 
Proverbs chapter 29, verse 6, in the transgression of an evil man, there is a snare, but the righteous does sing and rejoice. Notice this, talking about the great tribulation period, that there's going to be no place to hide. In Isaiah chapter 24, starting with verse 17, fear and the pit and the snare are upon thee, O inhabitant of the earth. And it shall come to pass that he who fleeth from the noise of the fear shall fall into the pit. And he that cometh up out of the midst of the pit shall be taken in the snare. For the windows from on high are open, and the foundations of the earth do shake. The earth is going to be shaking and rocking and reeling at at the destruction of Babylon in the future. Number three, our third aspect concerning escaping all these coming judgments has to do with a sharp-eyed person. Watch. Verse 36 of Luke chapter 21. Watch ye therefore and pray always that ye may be counted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. So a person needs to be watchful. Mark chapter 13, verse 37, Jesus is speaking here. And what I say to you, I say to all, watch. Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 13, watch ye stand fast in the faith, quench you like men, be strong. And the apostle wrote this in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8, be sober, be vigilant, be watchful. Why? Because your adversary, the devil, the devil is not your friend, is not the friend of a Christian. As a roaring lion walketh about seeking whom he may devour. So the devil is walking around checking out who he might be able to destroy today. First Thessalonians 5, 6, Therefore, let us not sleep as do others, but let us watch and be sober. And First Peter 4, 7 makes this interesting statement, But the end of all things is at hand. Be ye therefore sober and watch unto prayer. So we certainly need to spend more time in prayer. And here is our fourth point, our supplication. Watch ye therefore and pray always. This has got to be very important. Pray always that ye may be counted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass and stand before the Son of Man. You certainly don't want to find yourself in the tribulation period and the great tribulation period where there's going to be unparalleled trouble in the days to come. Psalm chapter 102, verse 17 says this, He will regard the prayer of the destitute, and not despise their prayer. And notice the words of Jesus Christ here in Mark, uh, Matthew chapter 21, verse 22. 
In all things whatsoever ye shall ask in prayer, believing ye shall receive. And Philippians 4, 6, be careful. Don't be anxious for anything. Be careful for nothing. But what should you do? What should we all do? In everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving. So we certainly need to have the right kind of an attitude also. Let your requests be made known unto God. If you would like to receive this book that we are giving away today, the Bible Promise Book, give us a call at 646-314-3617 or 646-314-3625, rather. And we will send this to you. Um, and if you would like to give us a donation today, go to our website, six, which is bronxbbc.org. Scroll down and uh, give us a donation at our PayPal there. And then number five, salvation, that we might be counted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass. So salvation of the soul makes a person worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass. The night that I got saved, the pastor showed me several verses in the book of Romans and eventually got to Romans chapter 10, verse 9, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. So individuals need to be saved. He asked me, did I believe that Jesus Christ rose again from the dead as a tear dropped off my cheek onto his Bible? I said, yes. And at that moment, I became a new creature in Jesus Christ. I was born again. I tasted the power of the world to come. I had this unbelievable joy in my heart that I had never experienced before. And as I was going home with my dad, as he was driving his little Volkswagen back home, I was thinking about looking down into the future, thinking how this was going to be one big fight. And that's exactly what it's been. One big fight fight. One big struggle. And notice what the writer of Hebrews said in chapter 2, verse 3. How shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation, which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed unto us by them that heard him? And then uh, lastly, number six, a person standing. Here is talking about standing before the Son of Man. Watch ye therefore, Luke chapter 21, verse 36, and pray always, pray always, that ye may be counted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. When an individual stands before the Son of Man, Jesus Christ, of course, is in heaven. That means he's going to be in heaven. And 
Paul wrote this in Philippians chapter 1, verse 23. For I am in a strait betwixt two, having a desire to depart and to be with Christ, which is far better. And here Jesus Christ is talking about the fact that we need to pray always. This has got to be a very important point here, a very important issue. You don't want to be left behind at the rapture. You don't want to not be saved at death. But notice Hebrews chapter 10, verse 12. But this man, after that he had offered one sacrifice for sin forever, sat down on the right hand of God. So where is Jesus Christ now? He's seated at the right hand of God the Father. Hebrews chapter 1, verse 13. But to which of the angels said he at any time, Sit thou on my right hand till I make thine enemies thy footstool. Does Jesus Christ have enemies? Nathan said to David that he had given great occasion to the enemies of the Lord to blaspheme. So God has enemies. Jesus Christ has has enemies. Paul said there are many adversaries. So today we looked at six aspects of escaping all these things that shall come to pass. Of course, individuals are struggling with sin, overcharged with. They're burdened down with sin. Sin is dominating the lives of many people today. But Jesus Christ can give liberation to the individual who is enslaved, the slave of sin. And then we see a snare, the snare here in the words of Jesus Christ, that the tribulation period is going to ensnare people. They're not looking for it. But the sharp-eyed person, he's going to be watching. He's going to be vigilant. He's going to be aware of what's going on. He's not going to allow that day to overcome him. The supplication, we need to pray always, not only for ourselves, but we need to be concerned about mom, dad, brother, sister, and the next next door neighbor. Salvation, of course, individuals who have tasted the power of the world to come, they are accounted worthy. And one day we're going to be standing before the Son of Man, and we need to pray about this and pray for other people to be saved. If you are uncertain about your eternal destination today, bow your head. If if you believe the simple gospel message of Jesus Christ, that he died on Calvary's cross, was buried, rose again the third day according to the scriptures, and pray something like this, Dear God, I am a sinner, but I believe that Jesus Christ died for me on Calvary's cross, was buried, and did rise again from the dead, and I accept you now as my personal Savior. This Sunday morning at 1045, if you would like to come out with us, we're meeting at the Bartow Mall, 2049 Bartow Avenue in the lower level, room 28, 1045. Hope that you might be able to make that. And check us out if you miss one of our podcasts or one of our broadcasts, rather. Check us out on our podcast, various ones. 
uh, on Apple, Apple Podcast, it's Prophecy Time. Google Podcast, it's Prophecy Time. And don't forget, it's Prophecy Time, 2.30 to 3, Monday through Friday. And God bless you. Hope that you might be able to have a very good day. And Kevin McCullough is next. Have a good day. Thank you for listening to It's Prophecy Time with Pastor Alan Davis. Generous listeners like you make the airing of this program possible. Contributions are greatly appreciated. Write to It's Prophecy Time, care of Bronx Building Baptist Church, P.O. Box 1370, Bronx, New York, 10475. Here's the address again. It's Prophecy Time, care of Bronx Building Baptist Church, P.O. Box 1370, Bronx, New York, 10475. Join us again for the next scheduled program of It's Prophecy Time.